So, Rhonda, let's let's go back and and start with when you knew from the the MMA when you were done there. When you when you knew in your mind, I'm not going to fight anymore. I never said that. Ah, so there is a possibility that you could go back in time. Great Scott! There's a possibility that I could go back in time. That's go, your question to me. Go back in time. Go back in the octagon. I do not have the ability to go back in time. No. No. Would you fight again? Oh, this is heavy. I don't know. So I tell you what. To be honest, she hasn't proven to be the best on the mic in WWE yet. But with amazing, just quick comebacks, the way she did with this guy, uh, she's definitely going to do fine in, in the in the promo department. It's obviously in her blood. <laughs> Right. It's just a matter of getting her off the script, I think. When she's, when she's scripted, it's it's rough. But as soon as she can be herself and talk the way she wants to, she's just fine. And I don't think WWE would have a lot to worry about about letting her talk for herself. No. And I think I think they need to do that with a lot of folks. I mean, like we've said before, look at the, the Kurt Angles and the Daniel Bryans. And a lot of these guys that we know are really good talkers are coming off horrible. Even Roman Reigns. If they would let Roman Reigns just go on his own, I think he would do so much better and connect so much better with the with the audience. We can hope. <laughs> we can hope. We can. There should just be a writer's strike, and then the writers don't write, and then superstars can be themselves, and maybe Vince will open his eyes a little bit. Let's organize a writer's strike. Let's we won't write the podcast anymore. Let's do it. No more writing. Just kind of do it. Pull a, pull a Bart Simpson like you did in The Simpsons and just start whispering into the ears of some of the writers. You know, Vince said that he, he a pile of monkeys, could write a show better than you. It's horrible. Then, then go to Vince's ear and be like, Vince, the writer said that, that you, you just... You just way out of the times and don't know anything, and they deserve raises. Just get them going on both <laughs> sides. Piss both sides off. Force the strike to happen. Sometimes you got to force it. I mean, you can spit on it a little, but you got to force it sometimes. Hey, forcing it is the best way to go sometimes. Sometimes. Just ask Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Made him a billionaire. So what the fuck is up, folks? It's Beefsteaks Podcast, and we back with another Beefomania special. That's right, Beefomania 2. Beefomania's running wild, brother. It's going to be it's gonna be an interesting rest of the week in WWE land. It's going to be a busy, between now, let's see, this is, this is Thursday. So I think Friday doesn't... Oh, yeah, yeah, Friday has the um, Hall of Fame. So between now, Friday, yep. Hall of Fame, Saturday, NXT TakeOver, <coughs> Sunday, WrestleMania, Monday, the Raw after WrestleMania, and Tuesday, the SmackDown after WrestleMania. The SmackDown after the Raw after WrestleMania. And then... And then um, Wednesday, NXT the NXT after, after the SmackDown takeover. after the Raw after WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be... It's going to be a busy week for wrestling fans. Um, the last few weeks, I've kind of took some some breaks from pro wrestling because I've needed to in my personal life, and just because pro wrestling hasn't been my best friend lately, and I've been mad at it. So sometimes you got to step away. So I think I'm ready to dive right back in. 
Hall of Fame, I probably won't watch live. I might. We don't know. We'll see what happens. But TakeOver, I'll watch live. WrestleMania, I'll watch live. And then Raw and SmackDown, I'll probably watch... I'll probably watch Raw live at least. See what's going down. So I'm ready to jump jump in all the way. Dedicated again. I don't know. I, the way that... that uh... Hall of Fame is shaping up. Like, it's kind of underwhelming, but at the same time, the only person we don't know who is inducting somebody is Kid Rock. And it could come down to a few different things. You know, uh, right off the bat, could say Undertaker shows up here and accepts John Cena's challenge and inducts Kid Rock same time. Which is weird. I don't think I've ever really seen them advance storyline during the Hall of Fame like that. But I think that's what we're getting this year one way or another. Otherwise, I've been hearing Stone Cold maybe inducting Kid Rock. And then my third and personal idea is that John Cena inducts Rock as he wishes it could be Undertaker, but Undertaker's just the American sadass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then Undertaker can accept the challenge in that route. But it would be cool if Cena did it, just because he's been trying to call it Undertaker for the last X amount of weeks. Right. Well, do we know who's who's inducting everyone else? We still don't know who's inducting Goldberg, right? Or no, that is Paul Heyman. That was a, a official. Yeah, that is Paul Heyman. Yep. Uh, Everything Jerry, else, I think, was Hillbilly Jim. Did we ever get who's doing Hillbilly Jim? Uh, it is. Um, God damn it, Jimmy Hart. Jimmy Hart is doing Hillbilly Jim. Yep. That works for me. I think we even mentioned him. Who's inducting Mark Henry? Uh, hang on one second. I just saw this. WWE.com doesn't have any of it written down, so that's why I'm asking. I don't see anything official on WWE.com. Uh, give me a second. Boom. Is there a better WWE.com would be the best place, but it obviously is not. It's not. Um, Ivory is being inducted by Molly Holly. Mark Henry is being inducted by the Big Show. Eh. Way on the bottom of my list of people who should, but... (laughs) Like we've said, this is the most underwhelming ones. I don't give a shit if fucking Pat Patterson goes out there and inducts everybody. I just think it's really interesting if they use this Hall of Fame to further storyline. And what that says for future Hall of Fame ceremonies. I like that they've always kept the Hall of Fame separate. Um, heels and faces can joke around with one another. And I, I, to me, it just still adds a little more legitimacy, even though it doesn't really have any, we got, we got enough wrestling this whole week. Let, let this just be about honoring wrestlers and not be about storyline and kayfabe and bullshit. That my opinion, I'm sure a lot of fans would prefer storylines were introduced and introduced into it. (laughs) And while we're talking about the hall of fame, I just want to say that WWE's released a series of videos about Jeff Jarrett, uh, one with him getting choked up talking about Vince McMahon, yep. one with him talking about discovering Bobby Roode, and I I strongly feel that this is the push for him to take over as general manager of SmackDown, which would be interesting. Let me tell you something, brother. I know somebody who might have a problem with that. It would be well, let me tell you, brother, I don't see him coming back right now. Oh, he's, he's coming back. That's all but announced. Um, in what capacity, we don't know. A lot of people think he might show up at WrestleMania. I hope he doesn't, but I do Well, Kurt Angle, Triple H could end up firing Kurt Angle, too, and he could do Raw. That would right. be weird. That would be so weird. 
I and then like- Eric Bischoff takes over NXT or 205 Live. Ric Flair gets right. the other one. And then it's TNA all over again. Um, whatever, whatever they do, if they're smart, Hogan's going to be a complete surprise. I don't want to see them announce Hulk Hogan coming back here, 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 whatever. Because if Hulk comes back as a surprise, if all of a sudden, even if people are thinking about it, and you and you hear that walls crash down and you hurt inside, everybody's going to pop, everybody's going to cheer, everybody's going to applaud. If you give them a week's advanced warning, you're going to have the people on the internet just chastising him and saying, you know, don't forget what he did, don't forget what he did, and you have a good chance of getting booed and getting right. That, like, well, I think reaction. I think the smart thing to do would be to bring back Hollywood Hulk Hogan, seeing as he's the heel in the eyes of many people. But he, they want him to come back to, you know, they've even said, I mean, Triple H has said, when he comes back, he wants it to be as an ambassador type role, and he wants to spread the word of, of how to how you shouldn't act and, and things to avoid and things like that. And so it, it seems like he's going to be in a, in a positive role one way or the other. I don't think they want the heel Hogan. The good thing is, like you said, they, they can always fall back on that worst case scenario. If people do yeah. start completely hating on him, Turn him, turn him Hollywood Hogan. And then he'll get cheered and everybody will love him. I could just see him coming out one Monday being like, everybody out here is booing me saying that I hate blacks. Listen here, brother. I'm coming out in all black, NWO black, brother. (laughs) (laughs) I'm the new member of the New Day, brother. Give me some pancakes. I have actually heard people say that he could come back as manager of the New Day just so that they'd give him the rub. And I was like, with everything else we've been talking about, how they're, <laughs> they're the last ones that need him in their corner. <laughs> then then it's official that they have sold out. I'm sorry. <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I think, I think, I can't speak for anybody else, but if people want to forgive him, especially the wrestlers, that's cool. I, I'm not for that. I'm just saying... New Day's already walking a tight line. Let's not let's not give him Hulkamania, brother. <laughs> I don't want to see him at WrestleMania, though. I will say that. There's a good chance he'll show up, but I don't want to see it. Ugh. It's going to be interesting no matter how he comes back. I hope they play it the right way, and I hope everything goes over well. Well, and these, um, these, uh general managers or commissioners or whatever roles are going to need to be filled because SmackDown doesn't even have a commissioner at this point. It's going to be interesting to see who they end up getting. To me, this is the perfect time to drop the commissioner and GM bullshit and just pick one and go with it. Mm -hmm. We all assume the superstar shakeup is coming up after Mania. If If not the Monday after Mania, the week after that probably or really soon. So let's just get rid of this double fucking... Right now there's... Five, no, there's there's six authority figures if you include uh, NXT and 205 Live. And then if you decide that Vince McMahon is still an authority figure, which he is storyline even, that gives you seven. We do not need seven authority figures. I like the good old days when uh, when it was just, somebody would come out and say, WWF President Jack Tunney said. Like, you never even had to see him. You just assumed he's right. back there behind a desk writing things down on paper like he should be like, doing. <laughs> you mean like the anonymous Raw General Manager? You want oh. that back? I get it. I get it, Mac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, if we heard that. Doodly-doo. 
<laughs> Flip my shit. <laughs> but if Jeff Jarrett does get to be SmackDown's general manager, I would love for the superstar shakeup to see every superstar from that came from TNA to be to be on SmackDown. <laughs> I don't know if I want that because then you're kind of pigeonholing it. But I mean, you would have some awesome talent over there. Then you have Samoa Joe. You have AJ Styles. You have Bobby Roode. Um, you have, uh, well, you'd have the New Day, or at least Xavier Woods. Mm-hmm. You know, don't forget, he, he was um, he was uh, uh, Consequences Creed over there. You would, uh, well, well, you'd get Eric Young from Sanity if he ends up coming up. Just, uh, I mean, um. A list, a long list, actually, of people. I know I'm forgetting a bunch right now, but there's, there's just going to be a ton of people. Just a fucking ton. Uh, uh-oh. Whoa. What happened now? No, no, I just never made picks for uh, TakeOver. That's all. Oh, good job. Well, you didn't either. No, we can always do it on the fly. I like to do shit on the fly. I, you know, I like to do shit with my fly open and the wang out. And I guess it sits on the fly, so I like to do it on the fly, I guess. But then, like, you know, then it gets caught sometimes when she's... And then you hit a a spoke on the fly, and then it's like, (laughs) Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes you're just better to take it off completely. I mean, sometimes you're not in the mood to take it off completely, and you're just there. Bam. Zip it, whip it, and go. With that being said, let's zip it, whip it, and go into WrestleMania Jester Hat predictions, pasty. Because that's what I'm calling this mania. WrestleMania Jester Hat. Because they don't have a number on it. Right. But they do have a WrestleMania Jester Hat Hat Part 2, really. Because the last time they were in Nolans, it was the same exact logo, sir. Don't know how many people have realized that, but I realized that this week. I didn't realize it either. I want to look it up right now and see how similar they really are. I swear to God, they're identical. Uh, which one, do you know which one was the other one in New Orleans? Ah, uh, God, it was just a couple of years ago. Everything's coming up with 2018. Um, let's go WrestleMania. Let's go 32. See what was there. Oh, that was the one um with Hulk Hogan and uh, Stone Cold. It was and the 2014. Rock. Stone Cold, The Rock, and Hogan. Remember, they opened up the show because Hulk yeah, accidentally it was called it the Silver Dome instead of the Super Dome. Yep. I remember that. So which I'm still not coming. They should they should have him show up at WrestleMania and call it the Silver Dome again. So that'd this be awesome. Is 34. So that would have been 30, yeah, because that would be 34 years ago, right? WrestleMania 30. Yep. Images. Um Yeah, very similar. They had the Fleur de Lis then, and they still kind of have the Fleur de Lis in the middle of this one. They didn't have the gesture hat though, but they did have the Fleur de Lis. But it is the exact same colors, which I guess are are representative of New Orleans. I guess. Okay, maybe I was a little bit wrong, but yeah. It's it's still it's, the same colors and it's the Fleur de Lis and it has the, you know, the Fleur de Lis kind of makes itself a gesture hat in the way it's shaped. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. It's it's super super similar. They didn't think too hard on it. They opened up their Photoshop and they just tweaked a couple things and called it new. But fuck, that's how I make all of our icons, too, so I guess who am I to bitch? 
This looks cool. Let me throw a hat on it. That's not original <laughs> enough. I'll slap a Fleur de Lis on it. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Wonder how many of our listeners even know what a Fleur de Lis is. I don't know. Some of our listeners aren't even from America, so they probably don't know. Well, Fleur de Lis is French, so come on, pasty. I don't think we've had any it's listeners not, in France. It's not like all America is the only thing that matters, pasty. There's people outside <laughs> of America. Yeah. They know things. We don't have to teach them. North American Championship, anyone? Right. <laughs> I think that's beautiful. I really do enjoy this this new one. I, I went on a little bit of a rampage because I, I jumped to conclusions, which I shouldn't do, but thankfully I, I put my research in before we went live on the air. But there was a picture going around of the NXT North American Championship that looked pretty fucking good. But the picture wasn't good. The title looked real and authentic and everything. But it was a picture of Canada and the United States, and that was it. And I was just pissed. I'm like, what happened to everyone in middle America? What happened to Greenland? What happened to Bermuda? What happened to Cuba? The Panama Canal? There's, There's... a huge chunk of things that we're missing. But this other one has all of the um, North America on it, and it has a really old-school feel, I think. Oh, yeah. Super old-school feel. I love it. I like that you get the the whole North America and the latitude and longitude lines. The latitude and longitude lines sell it so well for me. God, you know, it I, does never, back. I never noticed that, Pasty. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check that out. I never noticed the, the lines. Honestly, I think that's why you thought it looked old school. So I think maybe you subliminally did notice. I, that, that's very possible. NXT title. I spelled title wrong. I put tile. We can find a tile also. <laughs> I know I did post a picture. I'm, I'm pretty sure I posted a picture on Facebook.com forward slash Beefsticks podcast. Yeah, it's got an old, like, kind of red leather belt to it. It's got the big, um... I see what you're saying. Yeah, it does... It Well, kind of. I mean, it's it has a latitude and longitude, but it's kind of wrong, because it's putting the equator immediately right through the middle of um, America, right through the middle of the United right. States. <laughs> That's a little off. <laughs> but God bless... It. Yeah, I see what you're saying. It yeah, does have We definitely wouldn't be getting grid. as much snow as we did in the last week if that <laughs> oh, was the shit. case. It has the grid... <laughs> Representing latitude and longitude. And it's got the NXT um, plates on the side. So, oh, here's a really nice picture of it. Is this one that somebody made? This could be one somebody made up, too. This is not the correct one. This is different. Looks nice, though. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Um, the, the ladder match is going to be just awesome. Uh, no matter who wins it. Well... The ladder match is going to be awesome. I'm not going to say I'm going to be happy whoever wins it, but the ladder match will be awesome. It just, to me, we, we've talked about this before, Pasty. It's kind of unnecessary at this point. Yeah. Or maybe not. Maybe, maybe. It, I, mean, I guess it all depends on how they how they handle it and how they go with it. Um, it could be really good. It could be really not good. I don't mind them having it. I just feel like then don't have the UK championship on NXT anymore. You don't need right. to use secondary titles on a small show like NXT. And I like well, it. Well, NXT's been getting bigger and bigger every year. But yeah, I kind of agree there too. You don't need both. 
maybe the UK title can. I don't know. Because you couldn't put it on 205 Live. You could. You could, but then Pete Dunn wouldn't be able to be champion. Uh, he'd be, I don't think it would take too much for him to slim down to 205. I wouldn't want him to. He's I want to see him guy. Man, Rob. Um, but yeah, I just, uh, to me, NXT does a great job of making their championships so important that the more you put in, the more you dilute that. Mm-hmm. You know, you look at the WWE women's title and they may be changing it coming up here pretty soon, but in the past it's been like, you just assume every woman's going to get a turn with it sooner or later. You know, they've had some really undeserving champions have that title. Even they do that with the U.S. and the IC title. Zack Ryder won the fucking IC title at a WrestleMania for one day. They literally one gave day. it to him just to let him have that WrestleMania moment. That was the only reason they did it. I mean, there's no bigger evidence than the fact that the title's just a prop than that title win right there. Right. God, wasn't that that same match where he slipped off the top rope in a in a fantastic botch? Yes. Yes, it was. Yes. Botcha Mania is running wild this weekend. Oh, I've been I've been spending some time watching botches this week. They're fun. Sometimes they're fun. Sometimes they're really sad. That um Spanish fly, that Will Osprey, who was it? Holy shit! I know we posted on on Facebook.com forward slash Beef Six Podcast, but yeah, that that's a fuck of a botch. <laughs> it's an it's a ring apron Spanish fly, folks. Go to the Facebook page and click the video because. I mean, we can't... Us telling you about it's not going to do it justice other than say that a guy almost decapitates himself. Yeah, I get a headache just thinking about it. That's... <laughs> mm, feeling my teeth, you know what I mean? Right. That reminds me I didn't brush this morning. <laughs> <laughs> I kid, I kid. Or do I? You'll never know. Uh, so jumping in. We'll do it the opposite way than I normally do it. We'll start with the important shit first and move down. How does that Since mean? it's starting at the beginning of the show and not being condemned to the end of the show in a time crunch. I... I have NXT TakeOver written backwards, but whatever. I don't know. It doesn't, <laughs> fucking... It doesn't fucking matter. We don't even know what order they're going to go on. I know, well, WrestleMania, I got this lineup straight from the WWE page. So Which means the, it's not in the proper order. Correct. This doesn't mean that's the order they're putting it in, but that's the order they laid it out there. And I don't like to guess what order they're going to go in, so that's how I do it. NXT TakeOver, WWE never puts out an official page for it. They do put out NXT TakeOver, and they show you clips of storylines that have led up to it, but they don't give you a rundown for some reason, so I have to get that off of uh, Wikipedia. I take the order off of Wikipedia. It'd be nice to have one standard thing, but whatever. So, so let's start with what we, I mean, there's the only, there's maybe one other match that could f- finish out the show, but probably the main event, Universal Championship match, the current champion Brock Lesnar defends his title against Roman Reigns, and what is, at least up to this point, just a standard one-on-one match, no stipulations. Oh, before we get into it, I was thinking of that earlier today, other than there being like three ways and four ways which kind of obviously make them 
no holds barred because they started that somewhere in the 2000s where that's just automatically a thing. There is no stipulation matches on this show, Pasty. There's not a ladder. There's not a no holds barred. There's not a... I, I guess you could say there's the career match with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, but that's just more of what happens on the outcome, not what happens during the match. Right. Not a hell in a cell, not a fucking barbed wire, nothing. It is kind of weird for WrestleMania. I don't know whether to be very happy about this or to be kind of underwhelmed about it. Well, my theory was that it seems like this is one of the best cards for WrestleMania we've seen in years. It could disappoint us, but it I mean, on paper, it looks like one of the best WrestleManias we've seen for years. I think they didn't feel like they needed to lean on any crutches. Like, they didn't need any gimmicks to sell their matches. Most of these matches are matches the fans really want to see. Say what Mm -hmm. you will about Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. There's a huge chunk of people that are going to be watching WrestleMania mainly to see that match. Whether it's behind the keyboard or not. I do love how, like, every two years or so they always do that. Is Brock Lesnar going to leave? Is he going to leave? He's going to leave. Why do you keep signing his contract right after WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah. And I think I honestly think that's more of a ploy from Brock. I think Brock likes right. to play the, I can go to UFC anytime I want, Vince, so if you want me, you're going to give me less dates and more money. And it's been right. working the last few years. <laughs> and you know, um... I guess it was confirmed by Dana White, which I don't know how far you can take that, but this week Dana White said that Brock Lesnar was coming back to UFC. Well, but have you noticed, it seems like I think UFC and WWE, or even Dana White and Vince McMahon, have a more friendly relationship than they like to put on. Uh Uh-huh. They like to put it up as some huge rivalry, but that's just to sell tickets to both, you know what I mean? Yeah, obviously, like, when Brock <laughs> Lesnar posted those pictures of Dana White during the Royal Rumble, you can't tell me Vince didn't know about that ahead of time. Right, that Vince probably all, told him to do it. Yeah, that was all publicity. Um, WWE has let Brock Lesnar wrestle in the, or fight in the UFC while he's under contract. And let's not forget that UFC still has Ronda Rousey under contract, and they could have prevented her from going to WWE. Her contract was not up in UFC, not even yet. Um, I believe they they probably sold it out to but her. But she can't go back in time. She, she cannot go back in time. <laughs> We've made that clear. <laughs> so I, I think they're a little more chummy than people let on, and I, I honestly would not be surprised to see Brock and or Ronda both appear in UFC and WWE this year. It wouldn't shock me. I'm not going to say it's going to happen. I'm just going to say I won't be like, oh my gosh. Right. I kind of hope Ronda sticks with WWE and doesn't play both sides for I now. I she's least. leaving. I don't think she's leaving. Right. But I'm sure she has a multi-year contract with WWE currently. Um, so, do you, do you have a pick on this? Oh, the obvious pick, Roman Reigns. I, and not even, this isn't even me saying it as, as I don't want Reigns, because I think Reigns is probably in the position to take the title now and run with it. Mm-hmm. But man, wouldn't it be awesome for WWE just to spoof us all and have Brock keep it? And just be like, yeah. oh shit! <laughs> I think it would be great. What I would do, have Brock keep it, 
then sell the fact that Brock is leaving for UFC. And again, maybe let him fight one or two. I mean, he can't, he still can't fight, I don't think, till is it June or July? I mean, he's still, he's still suspended from, from failing the tests. So he yeah. can't even fight in UFC currently. But let him leave. Let him be the title holder. Then you can pull the whole Razor Wait, Ramon. Fight in UFC, just not in Vegas? No, no, no. He is. Oh, so it wasn't just the Vegas commission? No. Okay. This, no, he, he is he is not allowed to fight in the UFC or boxing for this whole time. He should, he should just, he, should, he shouldn't go back to the UFC. He should go boxing. That'd be fun. <laughs> Uh, God, have you seen him get so blown up in the ring? Could you imagine him in boxing? <laughs> in the first round, he'd be fucking gasping for breath. The man Red is, is not the meant t- for oh. that. <laughs> uh, but I just think it'd be cool. Have him hold, have him retain. Nobody would see it coming. Have him leave with the title. Then you have a tournament to crown a new champion. Roman wins that. And then you have that Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon thing where Brock comes back and he still I has never the lost old my title. title. Yep. I'm the real champion. What you have is fake. And then you don't even need to have a ladder match because I necessarily don't want to see a ladder match between Brock and Romans, but you have some kind of big <laughs> title unification match. Hell in a Cell. Could be a Hell in a Cell. Could be. Yeah. I mean, last Brock was in a Hell in a Cell was versus CM Punk with Heyman on top. Yep. And you can even have the Paul Heyman uh, go with Roman Reigns after he wins the tournament. You know what I mean? And then when Brock comes back, who's 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 Paul Heyman going to side with? It'd be good. I don't see it happening. My pick is Roman Reigns. Yep, That's same, the same. safe pick. I, I'm going to be honest. I went through here and I was like, you know what? This year I'm just going to go with the safe pick all the way around, I think. My picks are what I feel are probably the safe picks. I'm not really going out of the way or following my heart much. And I'm going to see how that does for me. That might actually end up costing me this year. But. We'll see. We'll see. We're going to see. Next up, we got the WWE Championship match, which a lot of people believe should close out the show. Um, I'm saying put this on, maybe not first, but put this on early. Because it's going to be hard. The next couple matches after this are going to have a lot to live up to. So, if you put this on early, it gives the crowd time to die down after this great match and then come back up and, and appreciate some matches coming forward. That's the way I see it. Honestly, my opinion is if at the Hall of Fame, if they don't advance the Taker Cena story, they have Cena partying in the crowd the entire show, and then after Lesnar reigns, Undertaker comes out and that closes out WrestleMania with him and Cena. Get out of that crowd, boy. Yeah. It'd be great. I would love them to make us wait till the bitter end of WrestleMania the only for thing is, anything. That's gonna, that would, they've made us wait this far, you know what I mean? It's, it's going to have to go two ways, Pacey. <laughs> it's either going to be obvious because the Universal title match is going to be ending at fucking 9.30 or something like that, 8.30 Eastern time, or they're going to end up running us into about 11 o'clock or midnight Eastern time, which ends up alienating a lot of your um, casual fans. Running a show yeah. until midnight is, is rough for people on a Sunday night. For people that work in the morning, kids have school in the morning. Shit, Sunday's my Friday, son. 
Yeah, but be, you know what I mean? You're alienating a huge... But I wouldn't be getting done. I don't even know if I'll watch all of WrestleMania on Sunday because I won't be getting home till 8, so it'll already be into it, and I kind of want to watch the pre-show stuff, kind of. So I wouldn't be getting done till 3, 4 o'clock in the morning. Right. So I don't know. I could see that happening. I think that would be okay. I wouldn't dis- be disappointed. But I think it's either going to be obvious or you're going to be pissing people off. Yeah. So, since we weren't talking about Undertaker Cena, you know what? I We don't have Undertaker Cena on here. I didn't put it down because I took it from WWE. We know Undertaker Cena's happening. So let's let's pull our, our Undertaker Cena picks first and get that out of the way. Okay. Cena. Yeah, Cena. I don't know why he would have Undertaker <laughs> come back at this Oh, Although he's been rumored. It's been rumored that they extended the invitation to Taker for the Greatest Royal Rumble as well. So, I don't know. It's well, kind of a little to, late. He doesn't have to career retire. Career match. Yeah, he right. doesn't have to retire. Yeah. That has nothing to do. I, I think at this point it'd be stupid to say this is his career match because you didn't build anything up. Why would you have a career match without any buildup? Right. All the worst thing they could do is announce it for next year's WrestleMania. You know what I mean? Right. Like, Taker comes out and he's like, give me a year. You know what I just <laughs> thought of? Which would... Taker's only been beaten twice at Mania, am I correct? Mm-hmm. And who were they? Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. What's the main event? Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns. What if Taker comes down during that match or after that match and interferes or gets involved and just completely blows Cena off and that just <laughs> fucking like pushes Cena over the fucking edge? Then they could have Cena versus Taker at the Greatest Royal Rumble. They could. That'd be a good selling point for that event. They could put it anywhere where they at least build it up and sell, you know, are able to sell tickets for it. I I mean, I don't see that happening, but yeah, I was just sitting here looking. I was like, you know, he's been beat a few times, and I was like, God, I think it's only twice. And it's like, yeah, the two guys in the main event. And let's not forget, he beat Bray Wyatt in between. What if uh, what if Brock what if Brock Lesnar choke slams Carmella and steals her money in the bank, fucking briefcase and cashes it in on Brock and Roman? <laughs> <laughs> I'm cashing in, and then they go backstage, and there's Carmella laid out. She wakes up. He tombstoned me. <laughs> Why not? James Ellsworth won it. I mean, it yeah. only makes sense that a man cashes it in too. Anybody can anybody can do anything with it. They're all props. Nothing matters. <laughs> Take the red pill and open your eyes and get the fuck out of the matrix. Was it the red pill or the blue pill? I don't remember. It was a pill. It was a pill. That's a tough pill to swallow. We both got Cena. I still really hope, I don't see it happening, but I would love to see my prediction come true where he comes out as the American badass, so you give the American badass fans that. You can have Kid Rock do his theme coming down there, American badass. Partway through the match, Cena basically has him completely beat. He's dead to rights. Maybe maybe four AAs, who knows. Lights go out. Gong hits. All of a sudden, Taker's in the ring. And he's in the, the Undertaker dead man sort of gear. And gets up, and they end up fighting. And he can still lose. He can lose in the dead man gear. That's fine, but... 
everybody. Don't get me wrong, though. I would love to see Undertaker come back as the American badass and beat John Cena and then go into his final year-long run as the American badass and actually accomplish some things. I don't see it happening, but I would like it. What if he pulled a complete fucking, uh... What if he pulled a complete kind of worked shoot and came back as the American badass Mark Calloway? Like, not there as the go. Undertaker. Like, hey, I'm Mark Calloway, and I am a <laughs> badass, and I am American. American. I would, I would like that a lot. I think Kane, can you come back as, uh... Yankum. Um, Isaac Yeah, Yankum. Isaac Yankum. And he can, and he can you know, put fix him for some false teeth, because he's getting old. <laughs> we could get mean Mark Callis, with the red hair and everything. Mean Mark. <laughs> and the neck beard. Yep. Mean Mark Callis. All right, we both have Cena. I'll jot that in here real quick. Now we're going to move on again a second time to AJ Styles versus Nakamura. AJ Styles is the WWE champion coming into this. It's going to be a hell of a match. Either fucking way. Very excited to watch this match. I hope it goes on for most of an hour. That's it? Yeah, that's it. (laughs) My prediction, prediction, and I'm going to go against you on this one, my prediction is AJ Styles retains his championship. Shinsuke Nakamura doesn't lose anything because they still put on the match of the night. Right. And, yeah, I I could see either one winning, and I think everybody's going to be happy with either one winning. My biggest fear of this isn't so much the live crowd, but it's it's us fans at home who have watched the Wrestle Kingdom match between them two. And it's... Like, I, I'm just as guilty. I'm going to have to set aside that match because this is WWE, this is not New Japan, and it's going to be a different style match. They have yeah. to. They have to wrestle a WWE. They don't have to... How do I say it? It doesn't have to be the style they did before, and it doesn't have to be Brock Reigns style. I'm just saying it's going to have to be different. And so hopefully I can put my bias aside and look at it as... Just compare it to the rest of the matches on this card, and not compare it to their, their classic. But I'm going Shinsuke Nakamura... Uh, because I feel, you know, I, I made all these picks and I was going to go through and see how many, um, how many heels and faces winning. Cause I don't want to just pick all of one and the other right now. I got three faces in a row. I mean, AJ Shinsuke's face face that doesn't make right. a difference. Uh, I have a lot of faces winning, don't I? Um, I guess not horribly, but kind of, yeah. We'll see. Anyways, yep, that that's my pick, and I'm picking to it. At least for now. Don't get me wrong. It would be awesome if Shinsuke won, held it to, say, SummerSlam, where SummerSlam was Shinsuke versus Daniel for the championship. That could be really good. Yeah. Oh, and I know that both of them have wanted this match. That's why Shinsuke is here. Daniel Bryan petitioned for Shinsuke to be here, even for a one-off match for them to have. Yep. So at Mania, he wanted a Mania match with Shinsuke when they were on two different brands, two different companies. Uh, not Raw SmackDown kind of shit. New Japan <laughs> WWE. 
And they both would have been a little more in their prime at that time, too. I think it would have been better to have it then. But. All right, moving on. We have uh, an another match that people argue could close out the show. I, I don't think you do. No. But, you know, again. I think it should be between the two championship matches. Like, Styles Shinsuke and then the authority, or then this match, and then Lesnar reigns or something. Um, but we got the mixed tag team match of Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey, or Team Wrangle as I want to call them, versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon, or the authority as Pasty White likes to call them. What do you see here, old White of Pasty? Oh. I don't want to see Ronda Rousey lose her first official match in WWE, but at the same time, I don't think she loses a lot by doing so. I believe the Authority wins with uh, Triple H pinning Kurt Angle. And then Triple H could fire Kurt Angle. I think that works. Obviously, if they do lose, we're 99% sure Ronda's not taking the pin. Right. Um, I've heard some rumors out there that Ronda and Yeah, Angle... did you see the clip of uh, Stephanie putting her through a table on yes, Raw? I did see it that. It was fucking stupid. It was pathetic. <laughs> Just pathetic. Um, but Ronda sold it well, I thought. I thought she did a pretty decent job. Um, yeah. I've heard rumors that Ronda Rousey pins Triple H to win this and really sticks it to them. To me, if this is a mixed tag match, that can't that shouldn't be able to happen by by the rules. If it's women face women and men face men, she should not be able to pin Triple H. Well, but, in you know, one, of the, one of the last um, mixed match challenge matches, it wasn't a pinfall, but uh, God, I can't forget who I can't remember who it was. But Bobby Roode wound up outside of the ring, and whoever the female on the opposing team was dove through the ropes and hit him. So, I, yeah, I don't know, maybe they always play it loose. Here. They play it loose that the women can get away with hitting the men somewhat, but the men can't get away with hitting the women. But even if, like, say the referees, you know, says, well, okay, she can, she can attack the man, whatever. Once it comes to actually winning the match, you should be a little stricter on the rules. I would assume. But WWE just makes up their own rules as they go along anyway, so I could see it happening. Um... I'm picking I'm picking Team Wrangle. And it's this one's almost you don't really have a smart pick. Because some something tells you, you know, they brought Ronda Rousey in, she's the big celebrity name, they usually let them win. Although she's not here for a one off. But then the other part of you says Triple H does not let himself lose at Mania. <laughs> so So he's not going to lose this match. You know, there's the ego. Right. Well, no. fuck. Stephanie and Triple H have <laughs> stand to make a lot of money from this year's WrestleMania with the both of them getting the the uh, the the yeah the, the executive the... payment plus the competitors' payment for both of them. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's very um, it's very corporate of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> very corporate of them. So, I want to see Stephanie and Triple H versus Vince and Linda. <laughs> I'd, I'd watch that. It would suck, <laughs> but I'd watch it. 
I think one thing at least that I've seen it coming a lot of these actually. I think a lot of these even though there's there's kind of the smart pick, almost any of these could realistically go either way and not piss you off or upset you too much. Right. It's a very good thing. I mean, they're all believable as winners. We don't have Zack Ryder facing off against Braun Strowman. You know, where it's like, well, duh. Um, so next we have a career match and another tag match and involving another McMahon. Because like you said, the McMahons are getting all their pay and they can. And we've got DB Daniel Bryan versus Shane O'Mac, Shane McMahon, taking on the team Not of... versus Shane McMahon, with oh, Shane Oh, did I say versus? Mac. Yeah, sorry. Yes. With, taking on the team of Quowens and Zayn, or Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, or Cammy, or the Kevin and Sami Show, or KOSZ, or Kazz, <laughs> whatever the fuck you want to call them. As of right now, I believe, I I didn't watch SmackDown, but I still believe as of right now, three out of these four people are not active WWE employees, correct? Correct. And the only active WWE employee is the one most people thought would never happen. (laughs) Exactly. It's Daniel Bryan. How fucked up is that? (laughs) This one. Why why aren't they billing this as an unsanctioned match at that point? I mean, I know NXT has one already. Yeah, they've already got an unsanctioned match going. Yeah, it almost, I mean, it should technically be an unsanctioned match. Um, This is another one that could really easily go either way if you forget the career match stipulation. (coughs) And even with the career match stipulation, with with Shane McMahon not being... In an authority place, what's what's enforcing that career match stipulation? Anything? No, not really. And let's and let's not forget Shane McMahon lost a a, a match saying that he could never be in a WWE again, and the very next day he got control of SmackDown. Right. So it's not like <laughs> stipulations even fucking matter. <laughs> let's let's underline that fucking fact right now. Where where are you going with this, Pasty? What are your thoughts? Oh. Oh. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm changing my prediction. Oh, I talked you into it, huh? I'm going with the team of the Smack Authority, Daniel Bryan and Shane McMahon, because you know what? There's a brand split coming up soon, and Kevin and Sammy could just find themselves over on Raw. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Very true. So you're 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 picking McMahon's all the way through, huh? You don't see a McMahon yes. taking a bow at Mania. Call it McMania. McMania. <laughs> I want to see McMania everywhere. I want my daughter and my son on the posters. I want Triple H front and center. Linda is going to be the politician selling this shit. And I want chocolate titties. <laughs> oh, Vince, settle down, Vince. Fuck. Damn it, Vince. Oh, uh, the chocolate titties. Uh, <laughs> and he's got it, too, at the Hall of Fame. Yep. Damn right. Okay. McManey is running wild, brother. 
then we move on to the SmackDown Live Women's Championship match. Who would have thought that as as shitty as they've been playing SmackDown again? Oh shit! My, my, sorry, I got I got Vince distracted me. Fucking get out of here, Vince! Get away! This isn't your show, fucker. You got seventeen other shows. Um, my my pick is Team Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn only because of the career stipulation, but I I do agree that they can get out of that in any way. But the reason I say that is because what I honestly believe that this is where. And it's opposite what you said earlier, Pasty. I honestly believe this is where Shane McMahon is going to turn on Daniel Bryan. And you're going to find out that Shane, Kevin, and Sammy are are all together. And that's where we're going to learn that Shane didn't actually step down as commissioner. He just said that on TV. But, you know, but I never filed any paperwork. Ask, ask the clerk. And they can make a whole segment of going back to the clerk and shit. I don't know. But, yeah, I, I think Shane McMahon finally turns heel here i honestly think at least daniel or shane's turning on the other yeah. one on the yeah. other one daniel as we just did we discuss this on air or before air uh before uh, air um you could have daniel bryan turn on shane mcmahon and help kevin owens and Sami Zayn save their jobs without turning heel he can use the excuse that shane has used heel tactics to try to keep them down and get them out just selfishly and he was just doing the right thing. So either way, I see one of the other turning on the other one. But I'm going to say Shane McMahon turns heel, puts over Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, and they win. I would just, I would love to see both teams just dissolve and everybody's fighting everybody by the end. What are you, hey man, Shane, we could walk out of this with Shane and Kevin Owens being a team and Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn being a team. <laughs> That'd be sweet. Who knows? Um, and then, like I said, the, the SmackDown Women's Championship, I would not have imagined would have been the more important match on Mania. And don't get me wrong, I love Alexa Bliss and I love Nia Jax, and I think that's one of the few stories they've done a good job of building up, especially mm-hmm. in the women's division. They've built yeah. that up way more than Charlotte and Asuka. Charlotte and Asuka have nothing other than Asuka won the Royal Rumble and then decided she wanted to face Charlotte. No story. But this... This is the match that I personally want to see close the show. This is the best women's match, at least on paper, that we've ever seen at a WrestleMania. They may never get two bigger names of women unless they get like Ronda Rousey and something. I mean, they're, they're bringing up some good women, but they may never get as big or, or as important women in a title match at Mania again. So if you're going to ever have the women main event close out WrestleMania, this might be your only year to do it. It just sucks that it's during a year where there's so many great matches that it's hard to argue it's more important than Shinsuke AJ. It's hard to argue it's more important than Brock Roman. It's hard to argue it's more important than Cena Taker. Well, no, it is more important than Cena Taker, but maybe not as big. (laughs) They haven't done anything with Cena Taker, so they're... According to WWE, it's not important. That's what they're telling us. Uh, Charlotte Asuka is definitely going to be one of the matches that we're still talking about the next week. And I, I could see a good, I could see a, a good argument for this is where Asuka should lose her streak, and that gives Charlotte and Asuka 
an actual feud going forward, and there's a reason for a, a feud. But I just, my heart, this is one of them, I'm going with my heart, and I think Asuka should continue her streak, and I think that still gives them a good feud going forward because she took Charlotte's title. She jumped She jumped from Raw to SmackDown just to take Charlotte's title. Right. Yeah, I, uh, I'm right there with you, buddy. I think Asuka wins, and I think that is... Uh, a good part of why Shinsuke Nakamura is not going to beat AJ Styles because I don't think Vince would let them both have it in the same night. Yeah, I, I completely see that. It, it, you want to kind of have a pretty even field as far as who wins and loses. But I could see either. Empress of Tomorrow. It's just a shame that, uh, that, that Charlotte's um, pay-per-view winning streak isn't still intact. That would be awesome. Streak versus mm-hmm. streak? Yeah. Yeah, that would be a good... I, I didn't even think of that, Pacey. That's a, that would have been But either way, I mean, point. the Queen versus the Empress, this is going to be a damn good match. You can't go wrong. It is. It's going to be great. Huge. Or, or as uh, Trump would say, huge. It's going to be huge. Never bigger. Monumentous. Colossal. Uh, Talking about Colossal, we got a triple threat uh, match for the SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships. And the Colossal team of the Bludgeon Brothers and the flamboyant team of the New Day are going to try to take the titles away from the Brothers of Oos. Which I guess means Brothers of Brother. Ever since I heard (laughs) Oosos means Brothers, it's... Screws up the way I say their name. It's, I always just think the brothers. I always oh my gosh, and Ursa mixed up. So I always thought they were like the bears, <laughs> right? So we got the Bludgeon Brothers. So we got brothers. We got the Usos, which literally translates to the brothers, and we have a group of black guys. So we have the brothers versus the brothers versus the brothers. Yep. Holy shit! This is the brother mania. Triple Special threat brother match. Three. Special guest referee, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, brothers. <laughs> I didn't notice that till just now. It's all brothers everywhere. Son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay. What are, what are your thoughts on this match? <laughs> right? We could have the good brothers interfere. Brother, brother, brother. What do you got here, Pasty? What do you think? What do you What do you think of this match in general? Um, it's a head scratcher, really. I mean, Usos New Day, the last time they met the following SmackDown, the Usos said that New Day would never get another chance, and they became friends, and now all of a sudden, WrestleMania's here, New Day wants to step up, they want the championships back, so that's out the window. And then the Bludgeon Brothers, who have been kind of annihilating them at every given opportunity. Which normally uh, WWE booking means that they're going to lose. Right. But for the fact that both of the other two teams are already established, a loss won't hurt them, um, and that they're building the Bludgeon Brothers right now to be that strong, I got to go with the Super Hammer Bros. Yeah, I do think they have a story here. Not only do the Usos and the New Day obviously go way back, as you said, but they were smart enough to wear... Gosh, for a few months, was it, it was over a month, they always had the Bludgeon Brothers coming out 
after or before an Uso or a New Day match, and they always just kind of met on the entrance ramp, and whether they'd bump shoulders or just stop and stare or whatever it was, they slowly introduced the Bludgeon Brothers without having them actually have a story in there. So when they added them, it didn't seem like they were just throwing people in willy-nilly. It seemed like there was an actual reason for it. Um, obviously, we know that the, the shake-up is coming up sooner or later, so teams are probably going to be moved around. But nonetheless, I think both Raw and SmackDown tag divisions need a shake-up. And I think putting the titles on the Bludgeon Brothers is a great way to start that. So I'm going Bludgeon Brothers also. Plus, Hammer oh my gosh, those. they fucking just deserve it. I, I, I mean, I'm still not huge on <laughs> right. Rowan, but I've been, I've been bigger on Rowan as, as the Bludgeon Brother gimmick than I ever have in WWE yet. But Luke they need Harper, a fucking break. I think, uh, I think if they didn't win this one, they probably wouldn't be on the roster much longer. They'd go back to Fandangoing on Superstars or whatever. Up next, we have a triple threat intercontinental championship. This is another match that that may be the show stealer. It's obviously not gonna, it's not gonna end the pay per view, but this could be one of them that we're talking. This will be one of them. I'm sure we're talking about weeks afterwards. This sees the Miz defending his intercontinental champion against not just Seth Rollins but also Finn Balor. Who should come out as the demon. We haven't seen him as the demon for a long, long time. I guess we've seen him as the pumpkin king in October, huh? Fuck. <laughs> but um, he obviously should come out as the demon, I would assume. One can hope, but I almost wonder if they're trying to just put the whole demon gimmick aside. Which would I, also be okay. I would be okay with that. I definitely would. Especially if you just put it aside for a few years and then at a big WrestleMania match where it's for the Universal title or something, he busts it out again. It would actually mean... Mm. It would, yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, Balor should be able to handle most of his own battles as himself. Whereas when he's going up like... like not necessarily Bray Wyatt, but like your Bray Wyatt's, your Baron Corbin's, your Alistair Black's, those kind of characters, that's where he has to bring out the demons so he could be on their level and better. Well, and let's just, let's let's throw it out there. The, the demon is just fan service at this point. It's just yeah. to get the marks excited. He doesn't, you know, when, when he was in New Japan, he came out and paint all the time. That was his gimmick. But he wasn't also wrestling every week or twice a week either. You know, he was wrestling right. weeks or months in between. When he came to WWE... And I mean, let's, let's face the music here for a moment. Vince wants everybody to be looking at that bod. Yeah. I want to look at that bod. I'd easily go gay for that son of a bitch. Um, but then he came to WWE and he came out as Finn Balor and they, they had him do the demon thing. And it was cool and it looks cool. The entrance is awesome. But he really never changes his style. His style as Finn Balor and his style as the Demon are the exact same style. So unless he's going to switch it up, I don't see a point for doing that. Other than just making the grand entrance and looking cool. Which, Mm. I get. Triple H does it. Undertaker does it. People do it. Um, Shinsuke will probably get a ton of violinists this year or something. Or some, some kind of thing. I don't know. I wonder what... AJ Styles' cool entrance would be probably nothing. He's cool. He just comes down on a tractor. I think he's good at being reading Bible. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Really, really pushing those southern stereotypes, aren't you, Pasty? <laughs> <laughs> He's pushing it for himself, man. I want to see him come down in a minivan with with a back full of soccer players. Everybody gives him the soccer mom shit. Just right. fucking own it. Just own it. In a minivan with a bunch of little kid soccer players. <laughs> Go under the ring. You can hand him all sandwiches before he leaves. <laughs> uh, my, my pick going here, this is a hard one. I think most of us believe The Miz is going to drop the title because he just had the baby and he wants to go home with his baby. I I don't think WWE has been pushing this. Or, or Again, I haven't watched the last couple weeks um, religiously. But Miz is coming up. I think he's like two months away from having the longest reigning ice. No, because... No, yeah. I mean, if you're talking accumulated time, but Roman Reigns just had it. While Miz was gone the last time. Which was like a month and a half ago. Uh, maybe it's accumulative, but I know he's just about. Let's look. Let's look it up. You you start talking about the match, and I'll look it up because I just. Uh... A lot of me wants to say Miz isn't going to drop the title, but with his child being born, I, I feel like now is the time for him to drop the title. And then if he drops it at Mania, that's no big loss to him. He still gets a good WrestleMania payout. He gets to sit back with his family and, and enjoy life and, and raise his daughter and come back eventually to win it all over again, just like he did the last time. He was out. He came back his first night back. He beat Roman Reigns. I mean, that's the Miz's championship, no matter who holds it. This match is kind of a tough call. Uh, like I said, I think I think the Miz needs to lose it. Seth Rollins um, doesn't need to win it. And Finn Balor's the only one who hasn't really had gold in WWE. Other than being the original so, Universal Champion. Yeah, but I don't count that because... <laughs> it was a day. It didn't last. Yeah. Uh, before you give your, your mark wreck, it is, com- it is cumulative days. Which means he could lose it and come back and still pass surpass that. So I apologize. Yeah. Um, you are correct. I had heard something about it. Again, I haven't been fully paying attention, and I heard that. That's what it was. But you are correct. Uh, Roman Reigns just had it recently. He just recently got it back. He was, at his first run, he was close to surpassing the title reign. He was close to surpassing mm-hmm. the second, at least longest. But yeah, you are right. It's it's cumulative, so he could easily come back after the baby, win it back, and still pass that. Which I, I yeah. feel he should. He has made it so that yeah. when I think of IC title, I think of Miz, as well as a lot of others. Honky, perfect, Brett. And since I interrupted you, you can finish, though. <clears throat> well, you interrupted me at the right time because my pick, and I think the only one who stands to need the championship, is Finn Balor. Balor Club for everyone. I think the big thing here, or at least the thing that kept beeping in the back of my head is that WWE, from all accounts, pulled Dean Ambrose to get his surgery, to get him back on track to make an, to return by WrestleMania. Now, it's possible that he's just not recovering as quick as they'd like him to, and he's not going to be able to make it. But part of me says he's ready to go, and he makes an appearance. And I, 
He's not going to make an appearance during Roman and, and Brock. That would just be stupid. Yeah, so it here, would. Yeah, here's where he should make his appearance if he is going to. That being said, that doesn't mean that he's going to make Seth Rollins win. He could make an appearance and just help Seth Rollins out, and Seth could still lose. He could make an appearance and he could accidentally cost Seth the match, and then you got a story going forward there. You could have him make a return and have him purposely cost Seth the match, align himself with the Miztourage, but Finn Balor still pulls it out. I, I'm going with Finn Balor, but I really think Dean Ambrose is going to make an appearance, and I want it to be... I want it to be Dean's heel Stabbing turn. Seth in the back. Dean, yeah. needs, he needs to be heel. His yeah. face run has done nothing at all. Is he going to drive a truck in? He's, he's probably going to drive vehicle? something stupid in, but I don't want him to, but he's going to. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to steal fucking AJ's tractor and drive that in. He'll come down in a, like a mental ward van and come out in a straight jacket and rip it off. He could. They could, well, they could, you know, be like, oh, there's some disturbance backstage and then cut to the split screen and here's an ambulance coming jerking in like crazy. Ambrose runs out with a fucking, with a surgeon's gown on or whatever, you know, like a surgery gown on. <laughs> you can see his butt. Back flapping open, yep, yep, back <laughs> flapping open and shit. Run out there and, and interfere. Like, oh, he got out of the hospital just to make it to WrestleMania. He's been in the hospital ever since he left. He's been in the he hospital. He hasn't gone anywhere. Well, I mean, remember Braun Strowman spent, what, a week in a garbage truck? I mean, he got yeah. transferred to a second garbage truck. Right. <laughs> but still, yeah, it's not it's not unheard of. <laughs> it's not unheard of in WWE logic. Yeah, we're both going Balor, though, and... um. And I would love to see him have a good long reign and have a good feud with Miz when Miz comes back. I think it'd just be awesome. Then we got the next secondary title, which is a fatal four-way for the U.S. Championship. Randall Keith Orton comes in as champion, defending his U.S. title against Robert Roode, Jindert Mahal, and Rusevert. Yes. In my eyes, and it's probably just because there's four guys in this match, this might be one of the hardest matches to call who wins it. I'm not mad no matter how this goes. It's a roll of the dice. You got Randy Orton. It's his first United States Championship. Bobby Roode, who wants to take his championship back and should have had a one-on-one with Randy Orton before Jinder put his nose in it. Jinder Mahal, who was an unsuccessful, successful WWE champion, who needs some <laughs> mid-card gold. And Rusev, who the fans support and love. Super over. I almost want to change my answer. But you already did. I didn't change your answer. No, you changed yours. I didn't change mine. That's the only one I've had up there. Okay, it's just because it says Rusev and then Rusev right below it. That was you, because you started playing yeah. with the parameters. That's what threw me off, too. Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> you know, Randy Orton keeps it, I think, is the most disappointing outcome. I want Rusev to win. I'm hoping WWE is actually hearing the fans and seeing the income from his merchandise and gives him the championship. 
plus it would set up a good storyline for him and Aiden English to have a falling out. Not that Aiden English beats Rusev for the championship because that would be no. ridiculous. But I think I think Rusev takes it. I think. So I do have to apologize. When I went with the Robert Roode and the Jindert Mahal, I should have went with the Alexander Rusev to call back to his original name. That sounded way better than Rusevert. So I apologize. And I thought of it afterwards, and I'm sad. Yeah, I think Rusev is the um, is the Cinderella story. I mean, if, if we were writing a story or if we were putting together a movie, he everybody's been wanting him to win, and he's been pushed aside so many times, and he's super deserving of it. That, yes, he is the feel-good win. Bobby Roode is also a feel-good win to get it back. And Jinder Mahal, arguably, was, on paper, if you just look at his reign, was one of the best uh, WWE champions we've had in a long time. And I think his character needs a, a secondary title to hold for him to ever get to that position again. If he ever Not does. to mention the growth his character has had since he's lost the WWE yeah, Championship. he's done better not as champion. I mean, it's it's classic Roman effect. If you shove him down our throats when, when he isn't ready, we're just not going to like him. If you let him grow and build, you know, we'll enjoy him more. I think Randy Orton is the piss-you-off moment, and I think there's not going to be a lot of piss-you-off moments on here. If Authority beats uh, Team Wrangle, then yeah, you have that one for sure. Mm-hmm. I say Randy keeps it. It's uh, At first, I thought he was going to be a transitional champion for Jinder Mahal. And if I didn't pick Randy here, I would pick Jinder. I think he'd be my next bet. I also think Rusev has just always gotten the way of himself. And not not that he does it on purpose. But a lot of times, the, the creative staff, and Vince McMahon especially, looks and they say, I mean, look at Zack Ryder as a perfect example. Don't get yourself over. If I'm not getting you over, don't get yourself over. And Rusev has gone a long way to get himself over. Everybody's chanting Rusev Day when they don't want him to. Shane says, we'll give you what you want. And they said, Rusev Day. And he said, duly noted. And they haven't done a fucking thing. (laughs) I think they really don't want to push Rusev. So I think he's going to be punished for getting himself over. Even though Vince always says, get yourself over, damn it. You know, grab that brass (laughs) ring. Get yourself over, but don't get yourself over. Grab that brass ring. Let me get you off. So I'm, I'm going to say Randy Orton. I think he's he's good. He's a better... I prefer him holding a secondary title than a main title at this point in his career. And I think you could take it off him at any time, including the, the next Raw, if you wanted to. What, or well, the next Smack- SmackDown, I mean. Yeah, the next SmackDown. <laughs> I just think of Raw as the next day. But yeah, the next SmackDown. You could take it off of him then. I really don't give a shit. I think Randy, I say Randy keeps it. It is, it's a roll of the dice, like you said. Any of those four, I think, can easily, believably walk away with this, especially making it a fatal four-way, which also makes it no holds barred. Anything can happen. Shenanigans run amok. It's a complete guess. My guess is RKO. Out of somewhere! (laughs) Out of a place. Now, this may seem weird, but again, I took this from the order that was on WrestleMate or on WWE.com. So next on our order is Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. We don't know half the people that are going to be in it. We don't even know how many. They haven't even given us a number, have they, Pasty? 
X amount nope. of wrestlers are entering the ring, and only X amount will leave. Or they'll, they'll all leave sooner or later, I guess. Nobody's just staying there. So this is basically a crapshoot. It is. And an emphasis on the word crap, if I can just say that. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, honestly, they could have taken the men's battle royal out and replaced it with the women's battle royal and only had one battle royal at WrestleMania. And I Why didn't they? We just, got, we just had two Royal Rumbles. In a few months, we're going to have another fucking Royal Rumble, a fifth-man <laughs> right. Royal Rumble. We didn't necessarily need two fucking battle royals in here, other than, yes, it's an excuse to get everybody their payday. But it doesn't help us watching at home. For another seven, eight hour fucking WrestleMania? Fuck you. They could have not done the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal and gave Bailey and Sasha their own match. Right. Yeah, this is uh, a tough call, especially since we don't know who the fuck's in it. Nope. We can guess by who the fuck's not on the card. <laughs> yeah, but, but you're going to have people help. return, and you're going to have NXT people, and you're going to... It's all just a guess. Yeah, like you said, it's a guess. Kurt Hawkins. Yeah, he'll probably be there. He's not winning. He could be Strowman's partner. Could be. Um, I'm just going to shoot in the dark and say Corbin wins it for a second time and becomes the first two-time under the giant memorial battle royal rumble winner of the universe. Well, it definitely couldn't hurt his career because, hell, it didn't help the first time. Um, the, the name I see getting thrown around the most right now is Elias Sampson and the fact that he's not on the card and he is so over. I could see him winning it, and I would be more than happy with it, other than the fact that nobody who's won it has gone on to do anything good, and I want to see Elias grow. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to go out on a limb on somebody who isn't even technically cleared to wrestle at this point, at least per WWE. And I'm going to say Big Cass, who who um, is allegedly ready to wrestle. I mean, back, you know, as a shoot, not as a work, is apparently all cleared and ready to come back. I think we, I think we definitely see him make his return, but I see him win it. Um, it's the Cinderella story. He comes back. You know, his the biggest push of his career was sidetracked by him getting injured. And then before he could come, and that was his, his turn against Enzo, I should point that. And then um, after he's injured, fucking the one guy who you had a built-in grudge match with, Enzo, ends up raping women from fucking Long Beach to New York. <laughs> and uh, from Long Beach to Long Island, I should say. That sounds better. And now he isn't even in the company, so Big Cass has nothing coming in when he comes back. Even if he doesn't come back at WrestleMania, he doesn't have a story. And at least being the winner of the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal gives him a title and gives him a a fucking trophy to walk out with and can help promote him maybe moving forward. Again, it sucks because everybody's been hampered by it and hasn't been helped by it. Right. But I'm one of the few people who still actually doesn't see big things for big casts. Not saying I don't want to. I would love to see him overcome. My, <coughs> my only hope for him is 
my only hope for Cass is that he's been fucking working on his promos in this huge amount of time he's been missing. Right. Go back and listen to Enzo. He might he might be a rapist, but the man can talk. <laughs> so Corbin and Cass. Ah, oh, they'd make a decent tag team, Pasty. They might. They might. They, they might. Moving on, we have the first ever WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal match, which, folks, if you've seen the trophy, looks exactly like the women's reproductive organs. It cannot be an accident that they made it look that way. It is dead, dead ringer, as if they took, I gotta took, the, women's, took the women's reproductive organs and just bronzed them and set them on a fucking statue. I think I posted a picture. I, I, let, me, let me check. I'm going to check. But I think I posted a picture on our Facebook account, which don't forget is facebook.com forward slash beefsticks podcast. But it is, I mean, there's, there's no way, there's no way this wasn't a rib. You can't accidentally make a woman's trophy in the shape of women's reproductive organs. That is not possible to accidentally do. You're not going to convince me that it was a fucking accident. It is a shoot. Or does it work, I should say? Is it fucking work? Oh, man, there was that. I just watched that. I, the only picture I see when I search it is a picture of a toy version of something there's, there's that looks like it. There's a picture of Bailey standing next by. To a, yeah, it's a Bailey action figure. No, there's a, there's a, if you just go, if you just Google, it's, it'll be like first thing that comes up. Go to, go hit up your Google machine. I, I'm at the Google machine. I Google search WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal Trophy. And the thing that comes up is Fabulous Moolah. And then I scroll down a little bit, and it's not Bailey. It is a Bailey action figure next to a really cheap looking trophy. Actually, let's see here. Okay. Did you find it? Yeah, I'll, it's like somebody it paused you. on the network. I'll send it to you. It's the first picture that comes up when I when I throw it in my Google machine. With Bailey looking at it, do you see that or no? Uh, I see her standing with her back to it. It's uh, like a promo picture. Okay. It's a handful of women on it. I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you. I'll shoot. Don't you shoot me, bro. If it, if it loads up, I'll shoot you the picture. Don't tease me, bro. So while we're doing that, though, let's let's speak and keep the the folks entertained. Who do you see? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, and this is another one. We don't know how many women are going to be in it. We don't know who's going to be in it. We have to assume there's going to be returns and NXT call-ups, just like the WrestleMania match, or just like the Royal Rumble, I, I apologize, match was. So it could be anything. It could be anyone. It could be James Ellsworth. There are so many people <laughs> predicting Why did you say James that? I was going to be my prediction, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here, actually... I found one that has not only the trophy, but then a picture of a women's reproductive organ over top of it also. So I'll shoot you both of them, and I will put them on our Facebook page. So it could be anybody, male or female, we don't know. Um, What do you got? Uh, I'm going to go with the same one I picked for the women's Royal Rumble match. Beth Phoenix. Bethany Phoenix. I love her. And especially since, I mean, it doesn't have to go anywhere. She could win it now and just never be seen again. 
until <laughs> until next year. I mean, yeah, there's there's no rules behind this. Obviously, that it could be. The obvious picks are either Bailey or Banks. And I just didn't want to go with Banks. Yeah, so. that's you took the words out of my mouth. That's what I see happening. I'm seeing if since they took their match away, it's going to come down to the two of I them. I hope it comes down to those two. That's what I'm shooting for. And um, and I'm going to go with Bailey, and with and that that's what pushes Sasha to finally turn heel. I go to the page that's supposed to have the picture, and I can't find the picture, so I'm just going to screenshot it because I'm not above just screenshotting it. So my pick is going to be Bailey. Although I, history has told us they are not keen on pushing Bailey at all. So that goes against what I believe WWE feels like. But I think it's it's a good way to push the uh good way to push the feud forward. And they got they they got to push this feud forward or they just have to fucking stop it. One of the two. Either go with it or fucking stop it. I'm sick of the bullshit. It's been brewing for over a year now, right? That they've been teasing yeah. this? Mm-hmm. So it's just fucking ridiculous. So I'm going to go with go Bailey. Let me here and say you still haven't shot me anything, sir. Nope, I'm hitting it right now. But my pick Shoot me! Pick is going to be the Bailey. I'll shoot you that one, and I'll shoot you this one so you can compare that. And then I'll put them up right now on our Beef Sticks page, together. But before I do that, we are going to move on, because when we don't talk, it makes it boring to all our listeners. God, I hope it's the second one. <laughs> <laughs> um, next, we have the Raw Tag Team Championships. Gabar! Sheamus and Cesaro versus Braun Strowman and a still-yet-to-be-determined partner. So, going down our list of predictions, we now have two matches, and I know we'll get into it later, but we now have two matches that have not actually been promoted fully going into WrestleMania. This is the next one. What's your... Well, I guess a big, a big... First question is, do you even have a guess on who his partner might be? I say that, and then decide on what happens after that. Honestly, 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 I think the whole James Ellsworth being fired was a shoot. Uh, because they didn't have to do to get him and Carmella to split up. A work, you mean? I'm guessing. And so I, yeah, work. Sorry, yep. I kind of think that um, back and be Braun's partner. I'd like to see Braun retract himself from the match and said, "I'll point against <laughs> as the contenders for the tag team championship," because that's two different entities, right? Yeah, yeah. One one hand <laughs> and the other hand. There's righty tighty and lefty loosey over there. <laughs> Tag team champions of the world, righty tighty and lefty Lucy, these hands. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be that fucking, would fucking awesome. awesome. Let's be honest. I'm pretty sure one of Braun's hands is probably weighs as much as some of the guys on 205 Live, right? Yeah. So fuck. Hmm. <laughs> and I'm uh, I'm predicting Team Strowman to win. Now, see if I'm looking at it like you're looking at it. I, I'm 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 in two camps. One is if Braun gets to wrestle by himself against them, 
I think he wins the tag team titles. But my prediction, and the way they've kind of been selling it, is that he is going to have a mystery partner. And with him having a mystery partner, I feel that he can lose, and I think he's going to lose. I think the mystery partner will be uh, pinned. And I think the bar is going to win. Now, who his mystery partner is... Um, you know, if I'm going to go down your route and say that he he wrestles by himself, you could say that, um, because what they've been pushing is that Braun has to have a partner, right? That's what they've been pushing. Mm-hmm. So what if Braun doesn't show up, but his partner shows up? They never said Braun has to be there. They said Braun has to have a partner. I don't want this to happen, but what if, Brain Strowman makes a return. <laughs> and he's the single man who wrestles the bar. I don't want that to happen. And then it can be Brain and Braun. And one time he can defend it as Brain. And one time he can defend it as Braun. And he can switch back and forth. The problem with right. that is, is you turn him into a comedy act, which they, they have been teasing. It's okay. With Braun, it's okay. Because he's still badass enough to back it up. You know it's what I okay mean? okay if he does back it up in the ring. But if he's going to be mm-hmm. playing Brain Strowman once the bell rings and he's in the ring, to me, I would love to see Brain into... Strowman be way more quiet and eloquent and, and speak intelligently. I don't think that's a possibility, but well, the only thing is, once that happens, it's it's him and Fandango and, and the Bludgeon Brothers on on Superstars. I mean, the comedy acts are not going to get over. We we just know that WWE will not push the comedy acts. Um, you can. You could say maybe Woken Matt's a comedy act, but they've New Day is a comedy act. They've spent a good amount of time just shitting on it. In fact, um, I had heard again. I, I didn't watch, but the, the the Monday after they had done the final deletion, Adam or Michael Cole, not Adam Cole, Bay Bay, Michael Cole <laughs> again apologized for what he called a quote travesty, which was the ultimate deletion. So they're really pushing that. It's just shitty. Which I just still did you don't notice understand. too? Did you notice too that it took them over two weeks for WWE's YouTube page to post the entire Ultimate Deletion instead I, I of just clips? Because I didn't look again. I, I just watched. Um, yeah, watched it was two movie. weeks later, and I'm like, well, you you can't judge those views then because everybody's already seen it elsewhere. Exactly, and yeah, that's kind of working internally to disprove it because then they can go back and say, well, look at we the final deletion on YouTube doesn't have a lot of views. Well, yeah, no shit. But I, I don't know. Um, I don't want to see... I, I like Braun doing a few funny things and, and making him somewhat lighthearted. I don't want to see him turned into a comedy act. I spent all this time to not answer who I think his partner is going to be because I don't fucking know. I As much as I, I like to fucking shoot on here and, and give you shit about James Ellsworth, pasty, Ellsworth is, is probably the best bet. I would disagree with you that his firing is a work. I mean, I, I believe he was obviously fired. He's been working independent dates. He's been winning titles. Um, but I could see them bringing him back for a one-off here and getting pinned. But I'm not going to pick him. I will say... I will say that Rey Mysterio does make his return here. That he is cleared to wrestle again. I haven't looked up whether he's what his status is. I guess I should have done before we did the show, but I didn't. But I'm going to say Rey Mysterio. He gets the pop. Everybody, yay, Mysterio. He comes in there. 
He can lose because he's smaller. Strowman doesn't have to take the pin. They can also, on commentary, talk about how Rey Mysterio came in injured and, you know, so he can lose that way. Yeah. Give Rey Mysterio a payday. I'm going to pick Mysterio as the mystery partner, pasty. <laughs> Are they trying to tell us sense. something? Right. <laughs> Uh, next, we have Raw Women's Championship, My Girl Alexa Bliss versus My Girl Nia Jax. Which girl is your girl more? I just want to be in between the two of them. I want Nia just right on my face. Oh, God. <laughs> be smothered in her loving. I definitely think Nia Jax is going to take this one. This They built this up really good, haven't they? And this is another one they've been building for, god damn I guess if you call before. Nia Jax almost crying in every promo she's done, making her look good and strong. Her promos, they're making her look vulnerable, but her matches, they're making her look like a beast. And I think that's okay. Because I think in this day and age, a lot of women who may be Nia Jax's build feel very vulnerable. And I think it's okay to cater to that audience and let them know that you can be a beast and still be insecure. Can we have that angle from Brock Lesnar then? Why not? You could. I don't see why you couldn't. I want that. I'd be fine with Brock Lesnar. Like, you know, we see him backstage and the man just like, "Eh." just wasn't my day and Roman got to me and I've just been bloated lately and retaining water I don't know I'm worried about Paul Paul's been talking about Roman a lot and I've been distracted with that am I not good enough am I not good enough Paul yeah why not Okay, so I, I'm going to go with uh, Nia Jax also. I think they've built her up to be this. If if they've done all of this fat shaming and they have her lose, it goes right back to when, um, when Triple H and Booker T had their match. And the whole way leading up to their WrestleMania match was Triple H was just being racist as shit. Like, you people aren't good enough, and Booker T, you can just take my bags and... And, oh, you come in here with your dancey moves and your nappy hair. And, like, he just fucking was racist as shit the whole way leading up to it. Which you're like, okay, they're building up Booker T to, to, you know, hey, conquer the hatred. And then they had Triple H win. And you're like, well, wait a second. What the fuck was all that racist shit for? What was the point (laughs) of that? So if they do that here, if they have all this fat shaming that they're doing and then Nia still loses, to me, that just isn't good storytelling. If you're going to tell right. the story that Alexa Bliss is a bitch and Nia Jax is, is just herself and she's being just shit on for being herself, she has to conquer the odds. That, that's my that's the way I look at it. I love Alexa Bliss, but storyline-wise, I will be disappointed if she retains her championship. Wrestling-wise, I'll be fine with it. Alexa's my favorite women's champ for a long time. But story oh, yeah, and she'll get it back. No shit. She's going to be multi-time champion. Storyline-wise, if Nia Jax doesn't win, I'm pissed. And now on to the most important match of the night. The WWE Cruiserweight Championship Tournament Finals. 
which sees Cedric Alexander take on Mustafa Ali. Which, let me point out, if Cedric Alexander wins this, the WWE loves their first time in history. If Cedric Alexander wins this, and if this isn't delegated to the pre-show, this will be the first time ever an African-American has won a championship at WrestleMania. They have retained championships in the past, but not won. Probably coincidence, but something worth noting. Yeah. I don't have a clue who's going to win this one. Mostly because I still have yet to turn into 205 Live. Same here. Uh, I think... I think I'll start to watch it more once there is a champion, but I, I already watched Cruiserweight Classic, and this is the same thing. And it's like, well, I'll wait. Drake I'll Maverick wait. Has, has piqued my interest. I will say that. God, it's such a shitty name. I hate that name so much. <laughs> mm, I would have preferred him to be Rockstar Spud. You know, or even Spud let's, McKenzie. Well, let's, let's say... Let, let me Let me... We'll, we'll, we're going to detour here into NXT territory for a second, just because you brought it up. So they brought in EC3 under his EC3 name. Mm-hmm. That surprised me. Being as EC3 yeah. originally, not now, but stood for Ethan Carter III, Dixie Carter's uh, nephew. That kind of surprised me. Um, but he did do a... Uh, he, he was awesome, by the way. Did you see him make his appearance in NXT? Oh, yeah. Fuck. He, superstar. Fucking superstar. Oh, I'm glad to see that you, uh, I know you're high on me, but you made a, a title just for me. And, oh, man, he was doing it. But, uh, and his and his song. Oh, his entrance song is awesome. But um, he said EC3, some, they, they, WWE gave, you know, had an interview, a shoot interview, or a work interview, and they were like, what what does EC3 stand for? And he's like, um, that is the... Uh, um, oh, of success. What is it when you have like a, a multiplication problem? A uh, or like a physics? Uh, uh, oh man, now I'm sounding stupid. Equation. Uh, not equation. Solution. Not solution. Well, anyway, you had a good answer, and I fucked it up. So there you go. Thank you, EC3, for making me look like an ass. I no longer want you to win. Fuck you. <laughs> you just lost my fucking fandom, bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, let's get your pick, because I have no fucking idea. My pick is Mustafa Ali. Cedric Alexander is the biggest name right now everybody's talking about. And even even my bias aside, because I think he's super overrated, I do not see what everybody else sees. I think Mustafa, I think you're better off having the heel win the title and you can build Cedric Alexander into a superstar by chasing this heel. So I go with Mustafa Ali. And since I am unaware for the first time in B-Sticks podcast history, I am going to Google to use the Google coin flip to determine my pick. And here we go. Flip it. Here we go. Heads, Cedric Alexander wins. Rock on. Uh, 
All right. Pasty, we got only a half hour left. We don't got a lot of news and notes. <laughs> it's a good thing we started with the predictions. <laughs> I, I was, yeah, I was kind of thinking that. So let's go into TakeOver. We can, we, you know, there's a lot less matches, obviously, here. We can get into news and notes, hit up B for the week. Call it a fucking week. It's been a busy week oh, for right. us at Cloud Style. Very busy, but that's that's not always bad. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go bottom up because that's how we did, we did, um, that's how we did WrestleMania. That's how the B6 rolls. Bottom up, man. Bottom up. Face down, ass up. That's the way we like to fuck. NXT Championship match. Andrade, Cien, Alamos. Of course, being accompanied by Zelina Vegas. Versus Alistair Black. Tough call, man. Tough call. Awesome I think match. it's going to be an awesome match, right? It is. It's going to be fucking great. And the build-up from what I've seen, just the, the last episode of NXT, uh, looks really good. You know, it's and, really and, good, and Sam was beating Aleister Black up in the back. Black in the back. That's how Black Lacey likes his sex. Black in the back. <laughs> He likes gay sex with African-Americans, folks. That's what I'm trying to get at. Black in the back. You know, these these takeovers are usually, and that's the thing I'm learning, is they're usually set up to change championships and to push people to the main roster. I'd love to see my boy CN on the main roster as much as I don't want to see him lose. But I think Aleister Black, it's his time. So I'm going with Black. First of all, let me say, build up to this, you have you have no one to thank other than Zelina Vega. She has made this fucking, this feud. She's awesome. Um, when she was in, in TNA a while ago, I, I really loved her, but she didn't, she didn't have this personality. She was Rosita back then. And, um, and she was, she was really good. She's awesome in the ring. But she did not show this personality. And I have just loved her so far in this role. There's obviously a, a future feud with um, her and Candice LeRae, obviously, in the works. And that's going to just be amazing matches. As far as Andrade going to the main roster, I don't think he's even close to ready yet. I think the fact that Zelina Vega is the only way he can talk proves he has a lot of time yet. But I will agree with you that it's Alistair Black's time. And I want to see Alistair Black with the title. And I think I think Andrade's got other roads to travel right now, which I don't think is to the main roster. But I think you're going to have to get to a feud. After after Champa Gargano, you're going to have to get a, to a feud with these two somewhere, maybe. Mm-hmm. So, just because the women hate each other, I guess. But I, I'm going to go Aleister Black also. I think it's, um, it's who I want, and it's who I think deserves it. But I think this is going to be an awesome match. Not the best match of TakeOver at all. I know what I think the best match at TakeOver is going to be. Well... I'm stuck between two, I guess. But I think they're all going to be fucking fantastic matches. They should be. They should be. 
I'm, uh, I'm not high on one, but there's only one that I'm not high on, and that could easily, easily change. Up next, NXT Women's Championship match. The champion Ember Moon defends against Shayna Baszler, who is really fucking coming to her own. And, and this is the second time. Yes, and, and this is, I mean, she has proven that a UFC woman can can be a WWE superstar because she owns the mic, she owns the ring, she's just, you feel her when she comes out. She's a legit badass. She's a legit boss. Don't tell Sasha Banks. I won't. Man, this is two. This is two, and the last time was fucking insane. I think I think uh, Shayna Baszler takes it this time. My worry is Ember Moon goes to the main roster and is put into a tag team with Naomi. Oh, God. <laughs> Honestly, she should replace Naomi, and Naomi could be future endeavored. But... Yeah, Baszler. Baszler. Basil takes this one. <laughs> um, I'm really, I'm really, this, this one I'm really stuck on. And it's because both of them have. You think it goes to three? I think it could go to three. I think it could. I just, both of them deserve it. I think, I'm going to go with Moon. I think Shayna can still lose and still come off strong. And she can come back and end up winning it in the long run. But, I'm going to go with Moon. I don't think she's got to make a big enough impact. As she probably deserves to. So she still has work to be done as women's champion. Yeah, I'll go with Ember Moon. On next to what is a, a kind of... They, they mixed two matches together. Talk about a mix max challenge, folks. Right. The Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic finale and the NXT Tag Team titles are on the line. The current tag team champions, the Undisputed Era, take on AOP Authors of Pain, and the makeshift tag team of Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong. Who have been very impressive together. I I thought for sure they weren't going to work together well. Yeah, which I was going to say, which I never knew I wanted, but now I love. And I think it's good because Roddy Strong, is to me, is not a strong single star. He does not own his own as a single star. He's always going to be a second fiddle guy. Pete Dunne could be but a single star. But he was good star. in war games. He was, but that wasn't a singles, right? Right, exactly. Pete Dunne um, is, is an amazing talent, but he has a long way to go to, to stand out. He needs to stand out, and he, he, he hasn't, other than just eating the, the, the UK championship. So they they're really good. 
Uh, I don't like the way this was thrown together. I told Pasty before we started, I honestly feel like this match was made because they wanted WrestleMania to be all triple threats, and they lost a, a triple threat by making it a fatal four-way and by having the tag match. And so they lost two triple threats there, and they said, fuck, we got to add a triple threat match to fucking NXT TakeOver. And we got this. And and to have the Dusty Rhodes... Wasn't what you saying Bobby Fish is injured, though? Bobby Fish is injured, so it's And I either, think that's why it changed. It's either... He can still play the match without being in the match so much. Well, he's not going to be in the match. He is not cleared to, to, to wrestle. So is so Cole fighting twice? it's either going to be Adam Cole taking his place, or him going at it alone, or maybe they pull somebody out of nowhere. Um, hey, I just thinking now, could this be... A, what I've been predicting for ever since they came in? No. But, <laughs> what I've been predicting ever since he fucking joined, could this be when Roddy Strong joins the Undisputed Era and turns on Pete Dunne? No! Like, like it's just it's just um, Kyle O'Reilly and, and Bobby Fish doesn't come out and Adam Cole doesn't come out because Adam Cole's either ready for the ladder match or hurt from the ladder match. And then he's always losing, he's always losing, and then at the last moment, when it looked like Pete Dunn and Strong's gonna win, Strong turns on Pete Dunn and lets uh at, and lets Kyle O'Reilly pin Pete Dunn and Roddy joined Undisputed Era. God, I But then Pete Dunn's a face. You can't have Pete Dunn be a face. Pete Dunn doesn't have to be a face necessarily. And Pete Dunn kind of is he's not strong one way or the other. He's not a huge heel. He's not. He doesn't do a lot of huge heel tactics other than the whole fingers. UK tournament, man. He's the greatest. That was a long time ago, my friend. Your mom was a long time ago, my friend. She was, man, and she was fucking your grandfather. <laughs> I, I'm going to pick Undisputed Era. I, I just really, they haven't got to that point where they've four horsemen to NXT yet. And I want them to own, I want them all three to be champions. And so you kind of see that already gives away something coming up, but that's that's where I'm going. I'm saying that Undisputed Era keeps their titles. <coughs> they defy the odds and keep their titles, even through adversity. Not only are they injured, but the mean general manager has made them defend their titles in the Andre the Giant Classic Memorial blah, 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 in a three-way match. Blah, blah, blah. I guess I could see an Eric Young filling in an Undisputed Era. Really? Yeah. I mean, he's not on the card. Mixing Sanity and, and Undisputed Era? Fuck that would yeah. Make, that would make for an interesting fucking uh, team. You could call it Unsanity. Unsanity. And then they'd obviously split up at some point because they, they, they'd be infighting. God, that's almost too awesome, Pasty. I love that <laughs> idea already. Shit, I want shirts made. Oh, by the way, folks, we, we're not on YouTube today, but I am wearing my Undisputed CFO shirt, so I'm representing Undisputed Era. CFO dollars! CFO dollars! Yep. I see CFO dollars. <laughs> oh, man. This is a tough one. I don't think Undisputed Era wins it, because I like to go against you when it comes to them. I would love to see Authors of Pain win the Dusty Classic two years in a row and be the only team to have done so, so far. In the three-year history. 
<laughs> but then after their match on this last NXT, I saw that Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong were teaming together, and they looked really fucking good. And I got to go with Pete Dunne and Roddy Strong. They don't have to last long, and it could turn into a good rivalry when they lose the championship shortly after they win them. I'm glad you said that, because so what you wrote Pete down... Dunne and Roddy Strong. What you wrote down was not what you said, and I was worried that you thought Pete Dunne... Kevin Dunn and Dunn from Brooks and Dunn, we're going to have a three-man tag and win it. Because you wrote Dunn, Dunn, Dunn. I thought it was Kevin Dunn, Pete Dunn, and Brooks and Dunn fucking coming out. Swinging. supposed to be more like Dunn, Dunn, Dunn. Oh, that's not how I read it. I'm sorry. (laughs) You can't get notes across in, in, in writing. I'm sorry. Right. Kevin Dunn in there. I want somebody to kick in his fucking crooked ass teeth. Bastard. <laughs> does anybody like Kevin Dunn other than Vince McMahon? Like, I mean, in, in life. Like, th- does his mother even care about him? Probably not. Kevin Dunn's got to be the most hated man in the world. I mean, there's people there's people who love Hitler and love Trump, but I don't know anybody who loves Kevin Dunn. You heard it here, folks. Kevin Dunn is worse than Hitler and Trump. Send your hate mail to Pasty White. Uh, Ladder match. (laughs) For the inaugural NXT North American Championship, this this may be the best match of the night, or it may be the next match we're going to talk about. It's hard for me to decide. But let's, let's go down the line of fucking participants. Adam Cole. Hey, baby! EC3. Top 1%, baby. Killian Dane, who I'm going to call him by his real name because he's been impressing me. (laughs) You're not going to call him Damian Kilgrave? Nope. Murder kill, crush bones. Who I'm still not buying, and I'm still not into. I I don't like him, but I'm kind of interested to see, like, him and Brock down the line at some point. Yeah. I think you'd be surprised how small Lars Sullivan is when, when set next to Brock, though, I bet you. Probably. I bet you. Um, I mean, you look at uh, things like the Ascension, who are huge guys in, in NXT, and then when you put them on the main roster, it's like, oh, shit, they're pretty small. <laughs> right. Uh, Ricochet, the interweb's favorite child. Oh, yeah, he's going to win for sure. And my man... The Velveteen Dream. Who I dream of him swimming in Velveeta cheese. So, honestly, I feel like it's going to come down to Cole or EC3. But I'm going to go with my heart. and I'm going <laughs> to say Velveteen Dream. Go against all intuition and all all logic. I, um, <laughs> I'm okay with... I'm okay with... I don't know. Am I only okay with two people winning this? To me, EC3 and Ricochet, I don't want to see you win it because I just don't want to see them rewarded immediately. Right. Earn earn your keep, motherfuckers. They, I, I know they'll both earn their keep. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disputing their talent or them at all. What I'm saying is I want them to earn their keep with the audience. So they shouldn't win it. Lars Sullivan, I'm still not sold on, so he's out. Killian Dane has been impressing me, but to me, 
the, the jury's still out on him. I don't know that he's somebody I want to see promoted, especially singles. Right. Um, he has yeah, impressed he should, me he should, he should have the tag team champions, if yeah. anything. He's impressed me, but um, no. So to me, it's either Adam Cole, Bebe, or Velveteen Dream, and if I'm putting together my four horsemen, all all everybody owning a title in the group, I'm going with Adam Cole being the NXT North American champion and Undisputed Era having the tag champions. And I want Adam Cole to pull the whole, um, the classic heel thing where he says, my championship is more important than the NXT championship. The NXT championship is just NXT. My champion's the North American championship. My championship. Right. The NXT championship just represents Florida. Yep. Yep. My championship is, is 25 countries or whatever. You know, I mean, just, I, I really want him to pull the whole, my championship is a better championship thing. Uh, I'm going with Adam Cole, baby. I love him. I want to be him. And I'd sleep with him. I was going to say, you want to be inside him. Both. I want to be him while I'm inside him. It's fucking crazy. Um, next up is, is the next match that could almost be the match of the weekend. The unsanctioned career match. Johnny Wrestling, Johnny Gargano against the Sicilian... Um, Psychopath Tommaso Champa. I almost forgot the word psychopath for a second. Tomato Clamato. And that also. This uh, this match has so much story behind it. And and it's mm-hmm. and it was forced to build up for so long that I almost just love it. They've made us wait a long time for this. They really have. It's going to be fucking great. But the fact that we've already seen Gargano on 205 Live leads me to believe Ciampa wins. Gargano leaves. You fuck. We didn't even talk about this and you stole my argument. (laughs) (laughs) My argument is everybody thinks because it's a career match, Johnny Gargano has to win. But I almost feel like he loses, goes to 205 Live, but... Something happens down the line that allows him to go back to NXT. Because, again, stipulations mean nothing in WWE. Because, obviously, this is the beginning of their their re-feud. This is not ending here. Mm -hmm. It'd be a great ending for it, but they've only had... This is their first match against each other. Due to injuries and everything else. They attacked each other, but they've only had the one match. My favorite was when Gargano taste, chased uh, Ciampa while Ciampa was in a car. <laughs> hey, you know what? Just because you did that, I'm going to go my boy Johnny Wrestling. <laughs> because he easily could win this also. I mean, there's there's a good story to be told where he wins this and they continue feuding in NXT and move on. Um, Ciampa either does or easily could hit the 205 weight limit and maybe he could follow Johnny to 205 Live. But the story being told is Tommaso's the heel and he's sick of Johnny, you know, attacking him when he isn't supposed to be here anymore. So it to me, storyline-wise, it wouldn't make sense for him to chase him to 205 Live. Um, I'll go Johnny Wrestling. I'll make him my pick. I mean, that could work too because Johnny Wrestling could win. Champa goes to the 205 Live. Johnny is like, wait, I'm already on 205 Live. 
So let's continue this there. He could, yeah. I mean, you could have Tommaso come out the next NXT and just be like, "Then I, if he's staying, I'm leaving. I'm gone. Bye." Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool. Get us started on news notes and rumors. I got to relieve myself between coffee and beer. I am overflowing. My teeth are floating. <laughs> All right, folks. Ready and roiling rumbleizing. Yeah, that's right. I said a bunch of random shit because I do that when I'm forced to talk. Pasty White has the news, notes, and rumors of the week. Of course, we're going to start off with news from the greatest Royal Rumble of all time. The greatest Royal Rumble will air live on the WWE Network Friday, April 24th, with the pre-show starting at 11 a.m. Eastern and 10 a.m. Pacific. Yes, finally we get to watch wrestling and eat cereal just like the good old days. Man, I haven't done that since I was a fucking kid, and I'm excited for it. In addition to the massive 50-man Royal Rumble set to be called by the legendary and narcoleptic announced team duo of good old JR and Jerry the King Lawler, making this the first full show, the dynamic duo have called in over a decade. A match between John Cena and the Hurst Hunter Helmsley has been announced as well as seven, count them, seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven championships will be on the line. And these championships are the WWE Championship, the Universal Championship, the Intercontinental Championship, the United States Championship, the Raw Tag Team Championships, the SmackDown Tag Team Championships, and the Cruiserweight Championships! So you mean there's, you mind. No, uh, there's no female championships on the line, Pasty? No, none. Keep in mind, no women will be wrestling on the show as federal law prohibits females from participating in sports in Saudi Arabia. God, it's so much easier for me to read the news when I write it myself. <laughs> <laughs> you actually know what you're going to say. <laughs> you can take over writing the news if you want, Pasty. I'll allow it. Yeah, I'm sure you would. I'm sure you would. You'd probably like that, you fucker. <laughs> In more somber news, Tommy Sullivan. Well, no, we're not going to talk about this. Okay, talk about it. <laughs> uh, no, we're not going to talk about it. We're almost at two hours. Okay. In more somber news, Tommy Sullivan, a.k.a. Johnny Vaya, passed away Wednesday morning after being hit by a truck while crossing the street around 5.30 a.m. Sullivan was a two-time tag team champion and even managed the likes of Hulk Hogan and Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He was inducted into the WWE Hall of Fame in 1996 and passed on at the age of 71. Rest in power, Johnny Valiant. And hashtag BTFBB. In possibly an even more heartbreaking news... The heartbreak kid Shawn Michaels broke hearts again this week when he cut off his ponytail. The sexy boy is now a sexy man. Yep. Yep. He lost a hair versus hair match against his wife. <laughs> now over to Fat Mac for the beef of the week. Fat Mac, what do you got? Now, this one we could have brought up earlier because it is mania-centric, but our beef of the week is the fact that WWE seems to expect their viewers to just tune in whether or not they promote matches. And I'm saying that because 
one of the biggest matches and, and a match that would uh, would arguably bring in some people who maybe wouldn't order WrestleMania otherwise is John Cena versus The Undertaker. And as of today, as of this recording, which right now it is 1 p.m. on Thursday, March, or not March, April 5th, I'm sorry, they have not announced this as... Back, time back, back. <laughs> sorry, Rhonda. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is not an official match. There is no John Cena match. There is no Undertaker match. And neither John Cena or Undertaker are scheduled to be at the show. Now, as fans, we can sit here and say, well, obviously they're going to be there. But, Pasty, you're going to watch it whether that sh- that match happens. I'm going to watch it whether that match happens. There's a handful of folks out there that may only want to order it if they're going to see Cena and or Taker and or them compete. Am I correct in in assuming that? I would agree, sir. Not a huge portion. I'm not not saying that. If you're still ordering pay-per-views, though, I feel fucking sorry for you. Yeah. (laughs) I heard that that no satellite providers are offering pay-per-view for WWE anymore. Well, that's okay. And actually, if you sign up for the WWE Network right now, you get two months, count them, one, two, two months of WWE Network for just $9.99. Yeah, yeah, this this month is free. Um, And next month. The other one, well, if you're getting two months for $9.99, one of them you're fucking paying for, pasty. Well, you're paying for WrestleMania. How are you getting two months free but paying nine ninety nine? How the fuck does that work? <laughs> you didn't think that went through far enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, the other match is the tag team championship match. We know it's the Bar defending their championships, but we don't know who they're defending it against. Obviously, it's supposed to be Braun Strowman, but there's a whole other person in there that we don't know who he's defending it against. And this is, uh, I mean, so this is a championship. Let's assume this was um, the uh, the World Series. Do you think they'd say the World Series is going to see the Yankees facing off against, who knows, it could be anybody. That's not going to happen. Can you see the World Boxing Federation go out there and say, hey, we're going to have this guy defending his championship against whoever walks out the curtain? No. And the fact that they want us to just, they, they expect us just to buy it because they put the WrestleMania logo on it. Now, again, I'm going to admit this is one of the best lineups this year. And I think if you're a wrestling <coughs> fan, you should get it, even if there was no Braun Strowman bar match and no John Cena Undertaker match. But they're getting too high on their fucking horse to think that, I mean, is, is it un- unreasonable to, to assume that in... Five years, they're not even going to put out any cards and just say, WrestleMania's coming up! Fucking show up, bitches! Hmm. What does Steeler do at WrestleMania one year where nothing is set in stone leading up to WrestleMania? You don't know what you're going to get. It could happen. And do it. Do it. Do it. Plus, I heard rumors, Pasty, and this is not confirmed rumors, so I, I am just spitting out rumors here. You said, you know, you talked about how WWE Network is free, and so far, I think ever since WWE Network has been out, it's been free every time WrestleMania has come. And normal, I mean, if you're a public relations person, or if you're in advertising, or you're in sales, 
you would think the biggest one of the year is the one that you want to have people have to pay for. It just makes sense. Because even if you still get pay-per-view, it's cheaper to buy the network for 10 bucks than to get the pay-per-view for 60 I've heard rumor, unconfirmed, that the WWE Network portion of World Wrestling Entertainment Incorporated... The executives, the top executives, get a bonus based on the number of subscribers, not the number of paid subscribers. So they pull this every year because they get a huge bonus if there's an increase in subscribers, and they know if they give it away for free, they're going to get an even huger bonus, even though it probably costs the network itself money. Unconfirmed rumors. I'm not saying this happens. I'm saying that there's a rumor out here that that is one of the reasons why this happens every year. Pretty shitty if that's true, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. Not saying it is true. But also knowing the corporate world is not unheard of. Right. Give themselves unnecessary bonuses at the cost of other uh, people. Yeah, that's happened in the past one or two times, I believe. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Every time Triple H fights in a WWE ring at WrestleMania, I mean... Fuck. Shit. He's getting that double paycheck, plus he's getting DVD sales. Yep. Plus executive pay, plus showing up pay. He probably hands somebody a cup every now and then and gets water boy pay. Here, have a drink. <laughs> $50,000 water boy here. <laughs> Puts band-aids on people, gets the doctor medical yep. pay. Like he gets it all. <laughs> Why not? The fucking beef of the week, folks. And I want to end um, this, um, um, what would you call it, mm-hmm. episode of Beastix Podcast with some breaking news, folks. I'm broke. Breaking news, meaning I just refreshed the news page on scoops.com, and we now have the list of inductees for this year's WWE Hall of Fame Legacy Wing. Oh, awesome. Let us know what they are. For I guess, let's say for people who maybe don't know, the Legacy Wing is wrestlers who aren't current wrestlers but made a huge impact in the entire wrestling community long before there was necessarily a WWE. These could be guys from the WWF, NWA, AWA, Mid-South, Smoky Mountain, uh, you name it. It's, it's people who are just legends in the business who never even had a chance to be part of this modern-day WWE conglomerate. Yes, and to give you a little bit of back history, the Legacy was added to the Hall of Fame in 2016 and currently features 16 wrestlers, and I'm just going to name a few. We got Martin Burns, Judy Gabriel, Dr. Jer Graham, Bearcat Wright, Toots Mont. I like that name. Pat O'Connor, Simon Gotch's father or grandfather, Frank Gotch. Frank Gotch, huge. And man with the press, Luthez. Luthez. Now this year, am I wrong in saying that uh, Big Cat, Ernie Ladd, and Antonio Anoki Antonio Anoki are in that, or did they actually get their own? Um, I think I'm pretty sure they're both Hall of Famers. Did they get their own, or are they in that wing? Big I think cat. they're Hall of Famers. I think they got their own. Oh, well, good. Good. They deserve it. Frank Gotch yes. deserves his own also, though. Let's be fair. So does Luthez. A lot of them deserve their own. Right. Go ahead, Pasty. Go ahead. Okay, so being inducted into this year's Legacy Wing, former WWF champion Stan Stasiak. 
Oh, yeah, Lord there was um, Sean Stasiak's father, if you remember Sean Stasiak from WCW and a short stint after WCW was bought by WWE. Yep. Um, Stan is, is is way bigger and way more famous than Sean ever was. But some folks <laughs> who do, don't know the past might just know Sean Stasiak. Yeah. Lord Alfred Hayes. Oh, we all know Lord Alfred Hayes. If you were a fan, especially if you were a fan of WWE in the 80s, he was a commentator throughout all of that. Uh, one of the worst commentators there were, I'm not going to lie. He was horrible. But he was also a, a classic wrestler. Go on. Uh, one moment. Sorry, I lost it for a second. It's because I fucked you up, man. I know how it is. Okay. Dara Singh. Is that uh, any relation to, um, like, Tiger Ali Singh and... Um... I was thinking the Singh brothers, Jermahal's lackeys. What was the name? Dara? D-A-R-A? Yep. S-I-N-G-H. Dara Singh. He is a Hindi and Punjabi producer of movies. Ooh. Who would have known? Who would have known? Cora Combs. El Santo. Jim Londos. Hey, Rufus. Just a little something here. Uh, good old Dara Singh actually won a world championship from other cla- uh, Hall of Fame classmate Luthez. That was back in 1968 in Bombay. Good for him. Good for him. And continuing with the list, Rufus J. Jones, Sputnik Moreau, and Boris the Great Mungo. <laughs> Who is whose father? Dean Malenko. That is Dean Malenko's father. Funny story, allegedly, the ICP were not aware that there was a wrestler named The Great Malenko when they put out their CD, The Great Malenko. I don't buy that for a fucking second. It's what they say. That's, that's their story, and they're sticking to it. They're uh, fucking liars. They Boris, were wrestlers before they were musicians. They were. Boris Malenko is one of them guys that would tie you into pretzel knots before you could even see him coming. He was a wrestler's wrestler. And you can tell from his son. I mean, you look at his son, and Boris was more of an amateur uh, shooter than his son is. So, Sounds like a really good class if you ask me. I'm, I'm okay with it. It's better than the Hall of Fame. And I ain't even going to lie. I was... <laughs> That's exactly what I was just going to say. I ain't going to lie, but I'm more interested in all of them names than what's on the Hall of Fame right now. So. That's all we got, Pasty. That's all we got. Thank you for joining us on the Beef Sticks Podcast, and we will be back with the huge Beef Mania special. Talking about everything that happened in the upcoming days. You don't want to miss it, folks. And if you do miss it, just get a hold of Ronda Rousey, and she may be able to take you back in time. Oh, shit, no, she can't go back in time. That's right. Never mind. And with that being said, for Beef Sticks Podcast and Cloud Stop Broadcasting, I'm Pasty White. And I'm Fat Mac. And we will beef you next Thursday. Beef you right in the mania.